Peace family. Um fresh off recording the uh and word podcast. Y'all can check us out on pretty much every platform. Or you can go to docshepherd.net slash podcast. I have all of our links there. Um We had a conversation. We had a few conversations about um men and women and different ways we feel about ourselves each other we have a segment called nice perspective where d Wright, the moderator gets questions from you know different sources and we try to answer you know we answer them from four different perspectives um one of the questions that we talked about today was the king and queen thing how everybody kind of wants to call themselves king or queen and you know what does that mean for real you know as as everybody starts to call themselves that the term gets watered down like the woke concept or conscious or you know it just gets watered down the meaning of it becomes less and less as people who really don't you know are doing the bare minimum of either thought, action, speech, whatever, can just call themselves that and, you know, they feel like that that's the thing and that's what it should be. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be able to self-identify. You know, if you feel like you're a king, you're a queen, call yourself that. However, hold yourself to that standard, be accountable to that standard. You know, I don't... It's what I've been hearing more or less is a self-aware being that take care of themselves and they take care of you know their family. They classify themselves as the king, and in a way, you are you're a king of your domain. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just levels <laughs> to that shit. You know what I'm saying, man? The 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 traditional structure of a household, you know, is man is the man of the house, you know, his wife supports him and then they take care of their children. That's just traditional family structure. Um, you know, with some spiritual and or religious system saying that God is over the whole house. Which is another talk, I guess. But uh Kings make decisions for massive groups of people. You know, macroeconomics, macroagriculture, macroeducation. What what is the the curriculum? You know, for the school system in your community, in your town, in your city, in your country, in your you know continent in your world you know even though we go to different schools we tend to learn the same things public schools tend to run off of a federal blueprint of how they do their curriculums some schools have a you know some autonomy you know their principals have some autonomy their board of directors their board of you know, education, 
has some autonomy, but it's usually from a given framework from the top federal government. And the government is kind of taking over the male role for everybody. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why men don't have the same level of respect in their homes in a lot of situations because women are more in tune with the powers of government than they are with the power of the individual man. Because any, at any point in time, they can kick their man out. They can go get welfare from the government. They can go get food stamps from the government. They can get the government to make the male pay child support. And the power lies really with government at this point. And you know, I would rather be. I, I've never been a woman, but <laughs> and I don't. I don't really have any uh, any uh, wanting to be a woman for real, but. Just I would I would just rather be a male, even though we go through the shit that we go through and that type of thing. I would just always, if I had the choice, to just always be you know incarnate as a male. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that it's 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 physically better to me. You know, the strongest male is always going to be stronger than the strongest female. Period. The, the, the fastest male is always going to be faster than the fastest female, period. And like, period. Like, not to say that genius women don't exist, but the smartest males <laughs> are going to be <laughs> smarter than the smartest female. This is just the idea of testosterone being in competition. Competition fuels greatness more or less. Whereas cooperation, it, it fuels stability, it fuels maintenance. And it's like there's there's this uh you know adage going around talking about, you know, queen, you know, woman led kingdoms or queendoms or however the word they want to call it. They say that they do better. And I'm like, but what's your what's your bar for that? Like they didn't, and somebody please correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't think of one civilization that started out with women and progressed to anything, you know, worth writing down in history. Like, I've seen women take over men's kingdoms and fix their issues, but where was the progression after that? Like, there was no, cre you know, creative progression after that. Like, they didn't war. They didn't have wars as much. You know, they tended to be more peaceful. They tended to be safer, those type of things. But they didn't push their society forward in, in most, pretty much all situations. I don't, I don't know every kingdom or queendom ever, so I mean... Hopefully one of my listeners could, you know, educate me on that, but, you know, we tend to throw that, uh, well, women tend to throw that misogynistic word around, and I'm just like, competition is always going to fuel the better in people. 
it's gonna feel the worst though because we have a rhythmic duality thing to where you know you have the best of the best therefore you have to have the worst of the worst and as men we more or less accept that where women are more just like this you know slow and steady wins the race thing and it's like not really <laughs> you know what I'm saying we all know that the rabbit beats the turtle in the race for real it's just that the rabbit got cocky and you know stopped running but if the rabbit ran all the way through, he'd lap the turtle and this wouldn't even be, you know, a question. That's more or less a thing about arrogance and, you know, taking your talents and saying, okay, because I'm this talented, you know, I don't have to work as hard. You know, that's more or less the lesson there, but slow and steady doesn't win the race, like, ever. <laughs> unless unless the talented people just stop. Like, let's be real about that. You know? And if we take it to a more physical standpoint of the heartbeat, the EKG meter, uh, there has to be ups and downs for you to be alive. You know, if you're just... When you're flatlining, you're dead. You know, and then... They have the, the spiritual systems and religious systems that talk about to be absent with the bodies, present with the low type thing. You know, you're dead in this reality, but you don't really die. I get that. However, the deeper that you go into spirituality, you tend to find that spirits um their chief goal is to become human. Like, it's not easy to become human. You don't just choose that in a way. Like, you could be incarnated in a physical being, but to become human was like the thing. <laughs> you know, humanoid was the, was the thing to do. Like, the pinnacle of physical existence was to become human. And that part has been taken away for a lot of different reasons. Um, a lot of different reasons. Um, there is a race concept where um, on Earth everything grows with the sun, whereas you know the the generational albinos that we call Caucasoids or white people today, like they don't grow with the sun. That's just biochemical fact. They 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 are poisoned by it more or less. They get skin disease, skin cancers, and all of that. Um. So they saw this life as hell. You know, it was too hot. <laughs> you know, too much sun, too much heat, and that's hell. To a being who came about in ice fire and the sun and you know heat would be the evil place that is just that only makes sense <laughs> um, whereas you know black people Africans we uh, we thrived in that you know what I'm saying we had the money to protect us we took in the UVs 
you know, the chlorophyll in our system reacted, did, still, you know, had a level of photosynthesis because our melanin was taking it in. It was able to synthesize vitamins and minerals on the inside. And we would have never made, you know, orange juice with added vitamin D. Like, that makes no sense, naturally. <laughs> you feel? You would just eat the plants. The plants would have the photosynthesis go on in your stomach because the sunlight was hitting it because we were still taking in those UV rays versus reflecting them. And we would just make those vitamins internally. Right? But that's not something that's taught in school because white people can't do it. You had to eat it. Or we even what we call essential proteins. That has nothing I'm not gonna say that has nothing to do with this. It has less to do with this. <laughs> you know, those proteins are, are a result of plants make all protein. They make all amino acids. Let's just start there. You know, it's the nitrogen content that, that's gonna cause an amino a certain amino acid to be different. That's not an opinion. I hate to keep saying that. It sounds like a broken record saying that shit, but that's not an opinion. Like these aren't personal opinions. And if you read any competent science book, it'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? It'll tell you that the difference is just the nitrogen content and you know, pretty much the whole rest of it is the same and like what that really means. But that's still you still have to be able to process plants a certain way to get those certain combinations. You have to be eating certain plants. It would have to be found in the soil that you grew the plants out of or the nutrients that you grew the plants out of. In Europe, they don't have it. Their, their, their grounds aren't as fertile. <laughs> like, most people, if you you listening to this podcast right now, just take a second to stop and think. Name 10 foods, period. Chances are at least eight or nine of those foods are European. This is what socialism is. When, Europe, when Europeans came to the United States, they bought their food with them. They bought their seed with them. That's what they grew up eating. That's what they know to eat. So in socializing an entire other culture, you're going to socialize them to eat your food. Right? That's... You're going to try to sustain yourself. And if you have a group that you're subjugating you have to keep them alive in a way and you bought your seed with them with you so we get a wheat product that's not america that's not indigenous to america we get um different grains that aren't indigenous to america we get different everything <laughs> that's not indigenous to america and we they brought it over ships, cages, barrels, you know, by the barrel, planted it, replanted it, spread out their influence. Now we have whole acres of the shit. But it's not indigenous. It's not what we used to eat by far. Right? 
بفار I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> That's why I love the topic. It's called Random Ramble. Shameless plug again. Go to my website, docshepherd.net. Um, for your holistic health services, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Um, and for your... Uh, Health and wellness products. Right, you're from shea butter, black soap, teas, herbal, uh, tonics, essential oils, uh, African source clothing, mud pants, and dashikis, and everything. I'll continuously be updating my inventory. As we go along, a quick shameless plug. Um, but yeah, the, the the thing is, just to get back to the original topic, the king and queen thing, it's hard. It's hard to take somebody serious when they call themselves a king. And this is just me coming from the masculine perspective in terms of king. We'll, talk, we'll get on the queen topic in a second, but it's hard for me to take a king, a person who calls himself a king, serious if they don't if they don't think far enough to say I should be in control of my food source on the most basic level. Like if you're not thinking about creating a garden, creating a farm to be able to grow your own food then you're under the will of another being. The grocery store is run by another being. They're sourcing. You don't know nothing about, you know nothing about, you know, fair trade and all of that. You know nothing about their level of acceptance when they call that shit organic. You don't know none of that shit. So I, I, I can only I, I can only view you as just maybe a self-aware, self-caring individual. Doesn't make it a king though. You know. If you're not thinking about how if the store closes, where are you gonna get your water from? If these aren't organic thoughts, I'm still looking at you as just a regular self-aware person. Where, where, where is your, you know, where are your clothes gonna come from? You know, does your wife make clothes? Does your wife stitch? Do you stitch? Can you teach your kids that? You know, uh, uh, processing, cutting, stitching, sewing. Are these thoughts? to you, you know, and again, you could be thinking that for your family, and that's dope, uh, that's a great start, but a king is thinking about that on a wide, you know, mainstream scale, 
understand? Um, for just more than a family, you know, you should definitely be raising your kids' friends, your children's friends, same way you raise your own. Because their influence is going to be vastly higher. They're going to spend time with them. They're going to have conversations with them that they don't have with you. And you want to be making sure that their mind is just as right. That their body is just as right. That their spirit is just as right. Their emotional state is just as right. Their emotional IQ is just as right. You feel? And of course, everybody is their own individual. I'm not saying create clones, but you still can lead people. You know, you can still impart your wisdom on them. You can give your experience on them. They can still make their own decision regardless, right? But you guys set a, a, a good example. You know, monkey see, monkey do. Not monkey hear, monkey do type <laughs> shit. Which actually leads us to the queen concept because, yeah, queens are more about, they actually listen a lot more. So in, a, in their way, it's more about hearing and being able to feel what you're saying, have, have a positive feeling towards what you're saying. And nowadays, women are solely sticking the relegation of queen title to freedom of sexual energy. And as soon as I see that, I know that we're, we're dealing with a relatively uh, deprived person. Like, and when I say deprived, I just mean like, you know, I wasn't able to express this when I was young for whatever reason, you know. Maybe I was the ugly duckling, the late bloomer, or maybe, you know, that all men wanted to do was have sex, so then I just kind of stepped away from it, and then because of that, I couldn't express how I really felt romantically, passionately, etc. You know, maybe they had a family that 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 you know they they shunned nudity. You know, they they wanted your body, they called your body sacred, but then they didn't let you express it. Like people just think sacred, and they just think that okay. It's not art. Art is sacred. And art should be shown. You know, in Africa, the, you got endless tribes, people, they don't wear shirts. It's hot as fuck over there. You know, you don't wear shirts. Well, why? What's the difference between female breast and male chest, for real? A little bit more fat, right? more fat cells, more muscles, like not more muscles, more fat cells that that cause it to protrude, right? But that's it, like there's no, the idea of it becoming a sexualized thing is not an African concept, right? The shunning of the human body and the shunning of the nakedness was not an African concept. You know, if you read the ISIS papers, it talks about the 
that there was a mask, a masculine problem, the, the the white male masculine problem, where when they went to Africa and they saw the size of their genitals, the 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 you know dick swinging contests, and they felt inadequate. So moving forward, they tried to shun the human system because it was a deeper insecurity in themselves. Not about the human body, though. Their women didn't have the same type of ass as our women. So now we got to cover it up. You know, the whole shebang. Their chest wasn't as big. It wasn't as proportionate. And, you know, when you're living in a cold environment like that, women take keep their fat in different places to maintain, to be able to keep the fetus safe. So they were fat. They were, they, they, their concept of beauty wasn't based in proportions and, you know, having tight skin and, you know, have, having you know, a tan. There was no such thing as a tan. You didn't go outside with blinding snow in the daytime. Right? But it was colder at night, so you would rather be fat. You would rather have that extra layer just like seals and walruses and shit like that, right? It was just a difference in the experience. So therefore, when you take over, you try to place that experience on everybody else. So now you have black women who have the most amazing bodies ever feeling like that it's better to keep themselves covered which is ridiculous like (laughs) that's fucking ridiculous now there is such thing as you know people gonna say you don't believe in modesty you don't believe in keeping something sacred. Of course I believe in keeping things sacred. I don't think that everybody should be able to touch it. The feeling concept is what's the difference. But you go to the museum and you can look at everything. Through the glass, on the wall, but there's always a sign that say, do not touch, right? That's the difference. The experience of the art itself is the difference, is the sacred part. It's not about seeing it though. You're supposed to be able to see, you're supposed to be able to, you know, take in that art and appreciate it for what it is. It's crazy the way we've been socialized to think that one thing is better than the other. And I I know there's people that's like, people get empowered in different ways. When I hear that, I just think that people are more comfortable in their skin than others, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? People feel like they're gonna say, you know, some women feel more empowered by keeping it covered so everybody can't see it, then their husband get that, and or I, I feel that, but I, I see it as being an influence thought. You know, mommy growing up teaching you, you don't, you don't, you know, 
you're a lady, you don't show this, you don't do these things, and that you know, it's a socialized thought. Babies run around ass naked. <laughs> they don't give a shit because they're not looking at it from a carnal sex perspective, and most people just are carnal beings. They they think in terms of their their, their relationship with their life is in relation to sensuality sex entertainment you know that ends up being people's bar for their quality of life where can i be entertained okay i'm in my hometown going to the club okay well i feel like i'm doing better because i can go to miami and go to the club right <laughs> I feel like I can go to Cali and smoke day weed versus, you know, my homeboy who got Cali weed, I'm just smoking it here. Yes, there is a different vibe. Yes, there is different air. Yes, there's a different water. I'm not saying that travel is not important. It definitely is. But that's usually not the topic of conversation. The quality of air is not the topic of conversation. The topic of conversation is, we gonna hit these dispensaries and it's illegal. We can just walk the street smoking. Like people don't go to Spain to look at the basilica. They don't go to to Spain to look at the architecture. They might go see it on some tour or something, but that's not why they're going. Usually, when they get there, they're usually eating the same food that they would have ate at home. Usually they don't try the local delicacies. They'll go to the tourist spots and wings and fry. <laughs> like it's sickening. I watch these Instagram videos and I see people that travel and they're doing the same things they would have did at home. It's like you wasted a whole experience, bro. A whole experience. I guess it was cool going there and seeing it being in a different part of the world. I mean, that that has value, of course. Um, just a crazy, 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 crazy experience, subjective experiences. Anybody who knows me know I try to be as objective as possible. Sometimes I say things that people would be like, that's cold and calculating. Like, it kind of. It's kind of what the mind is. Universal mind is cold. Out in space, it's cold. It's very calculating. It's, it's, a, it's a mind. That's what it does. That's what it is. Very objective. It's very just like this is a thing, the the users of that thing is gonna give it a name, give it a designation. Patterns of using that thing over and over again in the same way, combined with the designation, is what that thing is. <laughs> we don't think about that type of stuff because we're just we grow up learning words because a lot of it's been figured out to this point. But in nature, you'd have to start from scratch. (laughs) 
What do you think a bird calls a tree? Ooh, that's bonus. It's like, <laughs> but what do you think a bird calls a tree? You think a bird looks at a tree and be like, that's a tree? Right. What do you think a lion calls itself? Does it call itself anything? Why would you do that? Does a baby call itself a baby before you tell it that it's a baby? Just things like that, you know? We're socialized beings. We, we, we're descriptive beings. It's one of the reasons why humans are so amazing. We can describe things and we, we choose to describe things. Then we give pattern designation to it and we base our whole society off of it. Off of just those patterns over and over again, your interaction with that pattern, which you can possibly create out of that we're not just running on animalistic instinct where we can run on what we call free will or free thought to create new things, create new patterns out of old patterns. And, you know, okay, I don't have a screwdriver, but I can use this, this butter knife. They call that object permanence in psychology where you can't do that. I was talking to a friend of mine, they were saying that they was interact they were interacting with this white guy and something happened and the the person just jumped the fence. And the white dude was like, How'd you do that? Like he 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 couldn't fathom going over the fence. Like he felt like it had to be a door. It had to be, you know, some type of way of getting through or walking around, like his whole concept of life was fucked up when they hopped that fence like that. And I'm just like, maybe we just give people too much credit. We just think that you're 30, so you should have a certain level of knowledge, but you really gotta be taught these things. And to tie it back into the King conversation, it's like, you gotta be taught to be a king. They gotta be perspective. You know what I'm saying? I remember when Black Panther first came out and everybody was like, you know, agreeing with Killmonger and that type of thing. And I'm just like, in a way he's right, but how he's going about it, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna work for a number of reasons. But Killmonger wasn't a king at all. He was a war general, if anything. You know, he was a better war general than, you know, the guy from Get Out, you know, was. Um, but he was a war general. He wasn't a king, though. T'Challa was raised from a child to be a king. Like, you can see it in his walk, in his mannerism, in his talk, in his perspective. Like, that's just a royal perspective. <laughs> And you could just tell he could you could be walking in the center of a thousand people and you can just pick him out of a crowd like he walks with a different over you know what I'm saying and you know 
we think of kings nowadays in terms of their money or their material wealth. But like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know what I'm saying? It's about your persona. It's about your thought process. It's about your actions. About how you feel about the world. How you feel about your place in it. You know. And I, I say king a lot because just because I'm a male, I'm speaking from a masculine perspective. But let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Let's go in on the Queens thing. Um, I think that I think that one that I meant to follow, and that's gonna sound misogynistic, but you know, I'm a hermeticist at heart. I'm a scientist at heart. I think of things in chemistry. Um, in terms of chemistry, I think it's things try to be as objective as possible. I think women are made to follow, and they're supposed to be the best at it. I think they're supposed to be the support role. I don't think that. I don't think that women are creators. I think that they're multipliers. Give a woman a seed. They multiply that seed thousandfold, trillionfold into a human body. Now, there's this whatever, you know, the asexual reproduction, women can create sperm cells out of their, you know, they bone marrow and this, that, and the third, like, I'm of the belief of, you know what I'm saying, women more or less mutated from men. So, essentially at one point in time, the the sperm cell didn't need to be encapsulated for nine months before it turned into a baby. Um, The pattern was just, it could take up minerals in the air and the ground and then make another one, just like instantaneously. And we've been degraded to the point of needing nine months to create a body. That's a whole nother topic of spiritual conversation. But they mutated the same way how white people mutated for black people. At a certain point in time, the climate came from a temperate climate to a colder climate. The being who was on that, who was in that, had to start to accumulate fat differently to adjust. And the penis and scrotum and all of that went back up into the body inside of the fat to protect itself from the outer influence. And it being of that stock as the being ate the two combined. So you had the minerals internal in in that system, and then you had the spark already in that system. The two came to be within the same area 
where they have a they have the uterus where the baby grows. That's more or less the equivalent of a male's sack turned inside out. And the well, our nuts ends up being their ovaries moving further towards heat sources, which are which will in, in the in the uh, region will be the kidneys, where you will pull your calcium from, and other minerals. It goes down into well, what our scrotum sac will be turned inside out inside and that is the sac that the baby grows in over the course of time they were just the, the same way how uh, the same way how when you see <laughs> typically when you see it in a in a joking manner where a male would just be looking at something that they found sexy or sexual and then they would just ejaculate without no sex without no you know uh, uh, friction stimulation to the area they basically did that internally and it wasn't based on like, like I said a carnal thought it was like sperm cells and cerebral spinal fluid is, is practically the same thing it just goes through different processes in the male body. The, the the level of energy given all by testosterone makes it a little different than the dormant, more or less, energy of estrogen. Like I said, this is all chemistry. It's not misogynistic. It's not subjective. Just, you know, one creating the other. But to that point, women would, you know, they they still they they're a level of greatness. Like, I don't take away nothing from women, mom, at all. You know, it kind of takes away some of their physical prowess, though. So in a way, it does. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? To be absent from the body is present with the Lord. You have less than your mind. I mean, you have less than your physical body. So then you have what they call the female intuition thing, a psychic aspect thing, where you're more in tune with that side, spiritual side thing. And that's not, that's not bad. You know what I'm saying? It brings, you know, when they work together, it brings a level of uh, balance to the whole thing. And that's not bad. You know, you have female, it's mostly female mediums, psychics and that type of thing where you have males that are more, you know, telekinetic and, you know, they, they might control elements and that type of thing or fly or some big wild shit where a woman has, is more like the clairvoyance and, you know, that level, using their third eye to see things and know things and these are just two different levels of existence. One isn't technically better than the other. It just depends on how you use it. I talked about it a lot just now. <laughs> Y'all can go Google and all of this. Like, uh, or meditate on it. I would rather you meditate on it. I would rather you not Google it. Because Googling it means that you agree with somebody else's deduction versus meditating on it and coming to your mind. 
But um, Akashic Records is a thing. It's, it's written inside the DNA. Um, go check that out. Akashic Records. That is just a term that we use for it, but you can Google that term to get an awareness of, you know, what you're getting into. Um, but yeah, go back to the queen thing, you know, I think a queen accepts their feminine role, um, and doesn't, uh, feel themselves as lesser than the more intimidated, more physically intimidating male role. You know, they understand that the male's role is to conquer and command and demand and dominate. These are masculine traits. And essentially, if your man doesn't, then, you know, probably has low testosterone, which a lot of males in today's world have. Um, end up compromising their testosterone, their natural drives, and then they end up being resentful to the woman, which later on causes them to do something crazy. Whether it be break up a happy home, whether it be cheat, whether it be wanting, you know, carnally wanting multiple women versus it being, you know, based in real building, based in um, offering your masculine perspective to what would otherwise be a single mother um, offering a level of a discipline and order to women who get their feminine role <laughs> that just happened to be with a male that you know either didn't lead them or they didn't listen to at the time a lot of times it be that like women don't blindly follow anybody per se there's levels to that but don't blindly follow anybody if, if Especially if you if you're just like smart, like you're actually smart and you, your brain works and you can deduce and you read and that type of thing, you actually learn an experience about something. Don't just blindly follow. So, but at the same time, some men really be on their shit and they just know some shit that you just don't know. And sometimes you just need to just like just shut up and listen. And I know how that sounded. Like you could have said it, might yeah, whatever. Fuck the tone. Get the message. Okay, just stop talking. And receive as a woman's role, like a woman, a feminine role. Estrogen receives, the womb receives, the planets receive the solar energy. Like you're you're a receiver. Mediumship is about receiving messages from the spirit. In a physical sense, spirit and mind are masculine. Like I said, I heard medicine. Spirit and mind are masculine, whereas earth and water are feminine. Water doesn't move, earth doesn't move until something acts upon it, period. This is just the case. It is at the will of another spirit. That's just the case. Now, can water affect water? Of course, but how is that second water going to move? Okay, it had to be pushed by spirit in some type of way. Or you want to call it gravity, so it's like it's higher. But then what caused it to move from its flat surface? 
okay, so the water cut through earth over, you know, a course of time, just by being, just by its presence over and over again until gravity caused it to fall, the magnetism caused it to fall, the density caused it to fall towards a lower plane where fire flames try to get higher, right? two males clashing, two hydrogen atoms clashing, destroy each other. It becomes helium. Energy let off from it is what we see. The helium is hotter and they're fused and it became a helium atom. But they destroy each other. <laughs> they fight. <laughs> they fight it for the same space and they can't take up the same space. Whereas water, you put two water atoms next to each other, they don't fight. They just kind of just become one water atom, right? Earth atoms, they don't, they fuse, but it has to be extremely hot. They have to melt first, then fuse, right? But again, that's still based off of another will enacting its will on that thing, like, Spirit acts, mind thinks. This is what they do. There's nothing external about it. They they express externally, they express their will externally, but nothing external from it needs to occur. Um, but I, yeah, queens queens accept that role in their feminine nature. They, they accept that women are better at certain things and they run with that. They do that to the greatest extent possible. Um, they are in support of a king. Um, they are in support of a king. They, they support the king's leadership. They support the king's drive and, and discipline and order toward a given direction. And they maintain that pattern. They they refine that pattern. So in terms of ways that they're better, they their their ability to refine, to stay put and make that thing better versus, you know, always ready to go to the next thing. Like much better. The resiliency factor. Um the steadfastness factor, much better. Um, and that's cool the two just are different expressions and they should be different you feel they should be different what's earth is not fire until they fuse right and then you get lava and then lava is they aren't even really fused you're just heating up the earth until it gets to a liquid form right it still hasn't changed into fire for real it creates fire when you touch it because of the heat but it hasn't changed in the fire changed in the water <laughs> for real. you know the plasma is like the 
know, hermaphroditic, you know, I'm I'm fire, but I'm water, but I'm air, but, you know, whatever, ether, and all of that. <laughs> um, jeez, I'm talking for like an hour. Sorry. It's probably my longest episode yet. I'm going to be doing more episodes, though. Um... I just gotta remember to hit record, but like y'all be missing some shit. I be going in like like today was a hell of a ramble, but sometimes I stay on topic and it be gold that like people really need to hear, people really need to know. I think it would help out their lives in terms of like stress management, PTSD, that type of thing. Like I just gotta remember to hit record, bro. Talk to y'all head off for about 50 minutes. So I'm gonna try, I'm gonna pretty much end it right here. I'll probably go in another day. Um, thank y'all for listening again. Special shout out to D Wright. Happy B day, bro. He like 49 and a half. So he about to turn 30. Feel like he old, you know, he's just getting started for real. Peace and blessings to you. Um, over this next year. 2020, it's a whole new decade. Allow yourself to redefine yourself in any form that needs to happen. Um, you know, take that leap. The universe is ready for you, bro. <laughs> Real life, the universe is ready for you. The same way how the earth holds you down to it, all you gotta do take a little leap outside of the atmosphere and space is gonna hold you the fuck up you hear me you might be floating you might feel like you don't have no control over it even though you do astronauts moving around with pressurized air you have a way of moving you just gotta figure that shit out (laughs) universe wants you bro universe wants you to succeed for real the universe wants. Let's start there. The universe has a wanting. And it wants you to create. It wants you to manifest. It wants you to be great. It didn't just. You didn't incarnate just to die. Don't let them lie to you like that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't just come here as a human form just to die. Came here to express spirit in the highest form possible. Leave something that is greater than your physical body. And know that that was just weird. It just let me know that the maximum time is 60 minutes. I played this tone in my ear. <laughs> Strange as fuck. <laughs> Um, I just fucked my whole frame of thought up. <laughs> the universe wants you to win, bro. The universe wants you to win. Um, generational karma is a thing, which I'll get into in another episode, but you got to fix that. You got to fix those energies. 
do your natal chart. Shame this plug, I do natal charts. But do your natal chart. Your natal chart will tell you about your past lives and what you've mastered, what you need to learn this go around, what your energy is, where you could be best at, where you'd be worst at, and that type of thing. It shows you everything. It's like the cheat code, for real. Um, to understanding your life, your your incarnation. Strategy is a real thing. Don't accept that the moon can affect the ocean. And also affect also accept that the human body is eighty you know, seventy, eighty, something would say ninety percent water and not and the moon has no effect on you. Like, think. And if the moon does and it's the size that it does, you don't think that the sun does. You don't think that the rest of the planets that are bigger than the moon does like be realistic. These things have influence. Okay. These things have influence. But nah, it's been a random ramble. This is Doc. Go to my website, docshepherd.net. Um, I wish everybody good luck. I wish everybody blessings going into this new year. And um, we'll be back. Thank you for listening.